The views and opinions expressed on this podisode are solely those of the participants and do not reflect those of an unspecified yet peaceful government agency. We apologize for any mistakes we may have made which broke your heart. Hey, listener. The podisode you're about to hear was recorded in February of 2020 when Mbak Nora and I were at our mid-service conference at a hotel in Surabaya. Coronavirus was known and it was spreading, but we weren't really worried about it. It was just business as usual in Indonesia. In the podisode after this one, we will check back in with Nora about our subsequent evacuation, which took place in March. Good morning, Indonesia! Selamat pagi! Selamat pagi, semuanya! Tetapi sebenarnya sekarang itu malam, jadi tidak bisa selamat pagi, harus selamat malam. Oh, so, listener, if you speak Bahasa Indonesia, you probably recognize that Nora said, Yo, it's actually nighttime. So you should say, celebrate nighttime. Is that right, Nora? That is correct. Instead of celebrating the morning, you best celebrate the evening. Nora's back on the podcast. Nora, how are you doing this evening? I'm great. How are you, Bones? I'm doing well as well. Thank you so much. Bike, bike, Saja. Um, We are at our mid-service conference, which means that Nora and I are midway through our service for a peaceful yet unnamed organization. We are in the meeting room, and it looks like there are going to be vacuuming sounds coming up. But in the meantime, in between time, what are we talking about this evening, Nora? This evening, we will be talking about Bahasa Indonesia, which is the national language of the nation of Indonesia. That's right. Bahasa Indonesia, the nat... Yes, silakan. Yeah, silakan. So, we were just informed vacuuming will begin. The vacuuming will begin. And what language did he use to inform us? He surely did use Bahasa Indonesia. That's right, Nora. But when you say it's the national language, you just mean it's the language, right? What does that mean? To start, I guess I should say that Indonesia is an incredibly diverse country. What? Um, So, that diversity comes with a linguistic diversity. What? So, for instance, even though I use Bahasa Indonesia, and it is the national language used in schools and in banking, in my area, which is West Java, we also have a local language called Bahasa Sunda, which translates to the Sundanese language. Um, so that language is totally different. Um, and actually, I have a lot harder time learning it than I did with Bahasa Indonesia. Yeah, we're going to get back after this vacuuming's mm-hmm. over. All right, Take sponsor break. break. Bye. <laughs> Okay, we're back. That was some fun vacuuming. Sure was. Sure was. We enjoyed it. And our room is clean and spick and span, and we are ready to have some pretty long meetings in it tomorrow. 
yeah, I'm looking forward to them. I'm not. They are long and sometimes not fun. But we get coffee. We get two coffee we do. breaks. It's very nice. I don't get a coffee break at school. I got to go buy my coffee. You, it's pretty nice to get free coffee. We've been here for over a year now. We're more than midway through our service. And I figured out that I can buy tiny sachets of coffee at the store, uh, put them in my moot, and then uh, fill it with hot water and make cowboy coffee because it's just the powder yeah. and the water and the grounds are at the bottom. And I drink a lot of it at my school. Yeah, I'm not a fan. You're not a fan of the cowboy coffee? I can't get over the grounds. It's been, it's been over a year now and I'm still not used to it. I switched to the Nescafe, sponsor us Nescafe crystals. Um, but then I went back to the Kapal Api grounds. Which translates to fireboat, for the record. <laughs> That's Technically, right. Technically, it doesn't actually mean that, but the words translate to fireboat. Kapal Api means fireboat. Um, Bahasa Indonesia has a lot of fun things like that. But let's finish up with Bahasa Sunda. So you were saying where you live and teach and work, the local language is Bahasa Sunda. Yes, and I do not really speak a lot of Bahasa Sunda, and I'm a bit nervous to use it because Bahasa Sunda, same with Bahasa Jawa, which is the language used where Bones lives, um, has levels. So what you say varies based on who you're talking to. And I have, in the past, accidentally call, uh, used the wrong term with a government official, <gasps> and it was incredibly embarrassing. He was very nice about it, but, How did you know you used the wrong term? Because I was corrected. Oh, on so, the spot or on later? On the spot, and on they were the like, spot. that's so rude. Because mm. when you say, uh, like, no problem, no big deal, Yeah. the correct one I should have used is, te se wios, but oh. I used, te na na hon, which oh. is wrong. Oh, you said, te na na hon, yeah. when you should have said, te se wios. It was really embarrassing. That is embarrassing. He was cool about it, but someone else might have been pretty offended because I was essentially speaking to him as though he was a child. Well, okay, were you speaking to him as he was a child or he was your equal? Um, my equal or a child. Or equal or a child. Okay, so Bahasa Jawa has, I've heard four, but I think three levels. When you talk to people who are your level or below you, when you talk to someone who's above you, the principal, your parents, your teacher, or when you talk to the sultan, <laughs> he gets his own level. I know two or three words in Bahasa Jawa, and I think what are they? I know Mater Swon, which means Trimakasi, thank you. Sami Sami, which means you're welcome. Sami Sami is also Bahasa Sunda. It's also. I know that wes ma'an means have you eaten, but it's the rude way to say have you eaten, oh. or the informal way. So you can't ask people that you work with that. The long and the short of it is, Indonesia is a very diverse country, ethnically and linguistically. Bahasa Jawa and Bahasa Sunda have to be two of the biggest local language groups, but some islands have 10 local languages, 20 local languages, and there's literally 17,000 islands. So there's many, many, many languages. So where did Bahasa Indonesia come from? Bahasa Indonesia is a lingua franca, which means it was essentially an invented language. So 
the great thing about that is a lot of um, grammatical structures that we have in English that when you learn English uh, don't make a lot of sense. They don't have them in Bahasa Indonesia. That's not to say it's easy to learn or difficult to learn. It just means it's incredibly logical in the way you form sentences, which is lovely. To me, it means it is easy to learn. And here's why. Bahasa Indonesia is kind of an invented language. It's a modification of Malay. Yeah. And for a long time in the archipelago, it was used as the language of merchants and sailors and rulers. And it was the lingua franca, which means that everyone had to learn it so that they could communicate between islands and between linguistic groups. It was adopted nationally when Indonesia declared independence on August 17th, 1945, right after the Japanese surrendered in World War II. And all official business is conducted in Bahasa Indonesia. When we watch TV shows at my house, they're in Bahasa Indonesia. Newspapers are usually written in Bahasa Indonesia. And people speak to us in Bahasa Indonesia. They see us, they see that we are not locals because we have white skin. So they know that we either speak English or Bahasa Indonesia. Yes, I would make the argument, I don't have the easiest time with Bahasa Indonesia because mm -hmm. I have an incredibly difficult time pronouncing certain sounds that we just do not have in the English language. Like, what? for example, what? R. R? You mean R. Yeah, I cannot, I cannot roll you my R's. You can't roll your R's? Yeah, so I end up uh, mispronouncing a lot of things. Oh, man, that really sucks. Yeah, thank you, Bones. Adasulit untuk bicara kalau tidak bisa er seperti itu. It's difficult to speak if you can't roll your R's like that. Listener, as you know, as a Latin scholar, I have no problem rolling my R's. Okay, then how about this, Bones? Here's another sound that's incredibly difficult in Bahasa Indonesia for me and for many people. Okay. How do you pronounce an NG sound at the beginning of a word? Oh, you mean like in Nanjuk or Ngoro? Yes, in Nanjuk or Ngoro. I don't know how to say it. Yes, it is incredibly difficult. In English, we have the NG sound, but only at the end of like listening, reading, singing. singing, only at ING at the end. In Bahasa Indonesia, they are at the start of so many words and they are so hard to say because we don't, as English speakers, we don't hear them. Or for instance, sometimes they're in the middle of a word. Sometimes so, they're mungerti. I live near a town and the town that I live near is called Jatinagor, but yeah. it's not Jatinagor, it's Jatinagnor, oh, like yeah, with an NG yeah, sound, yeah. and I can never do it right. Yeah, it's, it's hard. So as English speakers, it's just not a sound we have. So it's hard for us to hear, it's hard for us to say. So when I'll, I'll say like, Mungerti, and then my students will be like, no, Mungerti, and then I'll be like, Mungerti, and they'll be like, no, Mungerti, and Mungerti, I can't, and I can't, say the sound because I can't really hear the sound. Yeah, it's incredibly difficult. It's, it's, that sound is very difficult. For our Indonesian students, the sounds that are difficult are RRs where we don't roll them. I, at my last, my students try to say the word worm and they go 
and they can't do it. Another thing specific to West Java, uh, P, F, and V make the same sound in Bahasa Sunda, so my students cannot do P, F, and V. It's all the same. It's all an F sound, and that's incredibly difficult for them because, again, they're not hearing the difference between P, F, and V. Yeah. They're similar. One of our leaders at the Peaceful Yet Unspecified organization, Vivin, V-I-V-I-N, is either Vivin or Fifin or it's, we don't know. It's many things, yeah. It's many things and it's, it's one thing. Hey listener, it's Bones from the Future again. While we're talking about sounds that we can't really hear because we don't usually use them or differentiate between them in English, I want to play an example that I recorded in my teacher's room. Um, the mathematics teacher, Bumaya, corrected me. I called out to Pak Magrip and I said, Pak Magrip. And she informed me that I said it wrong and I should have said, Pak Magrip. Listen closely and see if you can tell the difference. Okay, so I'm in the Ruanguru and I am getting pronunciation help from Ibu Maya. And I just said, okay, Trimakasi Pak. And that was wrong. What should I have said? Okay, so Pak Itu Banar Sala Apa. Pak. Pak. But what did I say? I said Pak. But I said pop, but I should have said pop. When I, uh, when I want to buy tissue, tissue yeah. one pack. One pack. pack. Yes, but in Indonesia it's pop. In Indonesia, <laughs> pack is pop. One pack, one pop. One pop. But his name is pop Maghrib. To me, they sound exactly the same. All right, wait, just say it one more time. Say pop like Bapak and then say pop like pack. Park and park. Park and park. So different, you know. Park and park are different. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Maya. Okay. Nora mentioned that Bahasa Indonesia is, in a way, made to be grammatically simple, and that. Is so wonderful when you're learning it. Alhamdulillah. You may have noticed that we've been saying things like Bahasa Indonesia, Bahasa Sunda, Bahasa Jawa, and that's how you make adjectives in Bahasa Indonesia. You just say the thing, and then another thing, boom, modified it. So we don't have to say the English language. We just say Bahasa Inggris, language English. Yes, it's incredibly easy. Inggris would be the country of England. So it's actually language of England. Same with like Bahasa Prancis is the language of France. Bahasa Indonesia, the oh. language of Indonesia. It's just language and then the country it comes yeah. from. Yeah. And then if you want to say an English person, you say Orang Inggris. So that's, that's how you do adjectives. So the adjectives come after the word, but you don't have to change them at all. You don't have to say yeah. an English. You just say or man England. Another great thing about Bahasa Indonesia is in English, um, I took, 
I was an English major in college. I took a couple grammar classes. And it's commonly understood every sentence must have a subject and every sentence must have a verb. Yeah. Bahasa Indonesia, many sentences do not have verbs. For instance, saya sakit, I sick. There is no am, is, are, what's that called? To be. A being verb, yeah. A to be verb. I am an English teacher, yes. Yeah, dude, we, we got this stuff. Um, so there isn't that, and um, it makes a lot of sense, because what even does it mean to be? What does it even mean to be? And it's so hard to explain to my uh, Indonesian students, like, no, you must say to be, you must say is. And they're like, why? If I say, like, I sick, I tired, you understand what I mean? And I'm like, well, I do, but... But it's wrong. In but English, it's wrong. But in Bahasa Indonesia, you say, I sick, I happy, saya, saya sakit, saya senang. Saya diare. I, I diarrhea. <laughs> I diarrhea comes up a lot here. Um, and it is. It's so good. Um, some other things that are amazing about Bahasa Indonesia is the tense system. Verbs do not conjugate. There are effectively two time periods. Suda, which means already, and balloon, which means not yet. So a conversation would be like this. Baknora, suda makan? Suda. Baknora, have you eaten? I didn't, and I even left out the you. Suda on the makan, have eaten, and then? I said already. Already. So stuff is just already or not yet. Yeah. Those, that's the tense system. It's so tight. It really, really is. Um, and it's really difficult to explain in English why we have to say like, I don't know, uh, eat, Have ate, you eaten? eaten? Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous because why would you have to change the word? And in Indonesia, sometimes you can just use time markers as a... Um, like sign of the past tense. So yeah. for instance, tadi, uh, malam ini, earlier, this evening, saya makan, I ate. I don't have to say earlier this evening, I, I already ate. I can leave out already. And because I've said earlier this evening, Bones understands that it happened in the past, which is honestly how it should be in English. Another great thing about Bahasa Indonesia is like many trade languages, it has tons of loan words. And when the loan words are from English, I get so pumped. Like, conversasi, wait, is that Latin or Bahasa We're gonna cut that one out. Um, informasi. Saperti informasi, saperti apa, dari Bahasa Inglis. Computer, HP, televisi. Um, and, and sometimes I'll, the sweetest feeling is when I'm teaching in class and I'm trying to explain a difficult concept like composition, composisi. Yeah? yeah, that's it. I'll be like, it's made of something, di buat ole ini, di buat dadi ini. It's composed of that. And they'll be like, oh, composisi? And yeah. I'll be like, yes, thank goodness yeah. that word is just English. But spelled and pronounced in Bahasa Indonesia. So even though there are so many words that, you know, we can find in our own language, we still are 
likely to make many mistakes. No bones? What? <laughs> that was a weird thing to say. Cut that off. That was okay. really weird. Wait, no <laughs> <Sorry>. bones? <laughs> For some reason, I tried to compose a sentence the way you would in Boston and yeah. in English. And it just it's didn't. rough. Okay, let's try again. Even though there's a lot of great things about Bahasa Indonesia that make it easier, um, that doesn't mean that we're not often making mistakes. I personally make very many. And I have some funny stories I'd like to share. All right. I would love to hear your funny stories, Mbaknora. Silakan, ber churita, churita. So both of these stories are from the time that uh, we were in training. The first time was I I wanted to go to a tailor. Um, I had some fabric. I wanted to make something to wear. And the word for a tailor is penjahit. Uh, jahit is to sew, and pen makes it a noun, a person. So I went up to my host grandmother, and I said, um, Ya dimana ada penjahat? Because penjahat sounds quite a bit like penjahit. No? I'm, yeah, I often can't remember all the syllables to the word, so I'll just try my best. Yes, penjahat is a criminal. Oh! <gasps> So I had asked her where I could find a criminal in our community. And then she looked at me like I was not well. Um, and I kept on repeating, like, punjahat, 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 like, dimana itu, punjahat. And finally, I pull out my fabric. And I'm like, saya punya kain. Like, I have this fabric. And she was like, oh, you want to go to a tailor, not a criminal. This all makes sense. And she had thought that I was just sitting there being like, where are the criminals at? Let's hang out. It was pretty funny. That's really funny. I'm laughing on the inside. Okay, thank you, Bums. The other funny thing that happened is I was sitting with my Ibu, my host mother. She was asking me all about New York City. And I was trying to explain that in New York City, there is a market where you can buy pickles. Okay. And I had explained what pickles were like in America. Um, And the word for pickles in Bahasa Indonesia is achar. Achar. And the word for market is pasar. So I had meant to say that there was a pasar achar. Instead, I said there was a pasar pachar, and a pachar is a significant other, like a boyfriend, girlfriend, and so on and so forth. So I had been explaining that in New York City, there is a market where you can buy a significant other. Um, And she was taking me really seriously for a while, until finally it became apparent, I think I said something about eating, that (laughs) I did not mean a significant other market I met uh, something that was eaten eventually we got to achar together oh the old pasar achar versus pachar pasar pachar it's hard to say right it's hard to say okay those are two funny stories let me tell you a funny story um one time I was at my school teaching English and my principal took me out of class and talked to me in Bahasa Indonesia for 15 minutes while I nodded my head. And I don't know what he said because I can't understand what he says very well. That's the story? That's it. You didn't end up going somewhere funny? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes he takes me to his sawa. Sometimes he takes me to pay his car tax. Sometimes we just drive around and come back to the school. Yes, I was once taken to buy a house. I did not know that that's what I agreed to, but I had, apparently. So we did went you, to buy a house. Did y'all get it? Yeah, we bought a house. Tight. It was weird. My old counterpart was like, hey, you want to come marketing? She said marketing in English. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah. Belanja. I thought we were going to go to a 
the yeah, market shopping. to the pasar. Yeah, shopping. I thought we go shopping. Um, and so then we were speaking Bahasa Indonesia, and I was just, like, agreeing. And she said we had to go to this town that was, like, two hours away. And I was like, I don't know, whatever. Like, it'll be cool. Um, so we show up, and then we bought a house, and we ate lunch and went home. Who'd so you, I guess we did shop. Who'd you buy the house for? Her daughter. How Really? Was it a nice house? Fun fact, I did not go inside the house. Did you wait in the car? Yes. <laughs> I thought we were going to a market, so I thought it was going to be like, like we were just stopping somewhere You thought when, we got, when you got to the house, you thought it was just a quick stop. Yes. And then we're going to go to the market <laughs> but and then go we bought shopping. The house. But the house was the marketable item and you bought the house. Yes, we were shopping for a house. See, that's a really good example of how many times in Indonesia, both I and Nora and I think most of the volunteers will think one thing is happening, but a totally different thing is actually happening. It can happen with words. It can happen with the language. And Bahasa Indonesia has been difficult for me. For all Bone says that Bahasa Indonesia is difficult for him, he actually speaks quite a bit of Bahasa Indonesia. I'm, I, I, I can get around. I can order my coffee with... Oh, let me tell you this story. Sure. <laughs> I'm down to hear it. Look, I listen to your stories. Just check this yeah. out. All right, all right, check this out. I went to a warung kopi. Warung just means tiny shack restaurant, and kopi means kofi. Kofi? Um, wait, <laughs> what kopi, language is kopi in? Kopi means coffee. So I went to a warung kopi, and it's really, really hard in Java to get stuff without sugar in it if it's coffee. So I was like, yapak mau kopi hitam tampa gula. Tampa means without. Lots of times when I say Tampa Gula, it just doesn't register. So I'll have to also say Tidak Pakai Gula, um, Kopi Pahit, Tidak Manis. I'll have to say, I want it not with sugar, without sugar. I want it bitter. I don't want it sweet. I want it black. I'll have to say some combination of that. Because I found that if I just use one of them, it, they just think I'm like, speak, I'm just saying the wrong word or something. Because drinking coffee without sugar here is pretty much unheard of. So I said, yeah, Pac, Mao, Kopi, Hitam, Tampa, Gula. And Pac's like, what? And I said, Tampa, Gula. And he's like, oh, okay. So <laughs> brings me out my coffee and I take a sip and it's incredibly sweet. So sweet. And then I'm like, no, Pak, Mal, Kopi, Tampa, Gula. And he's like, oh, okay. And he brought out a giant bowl of sugar and started spooning more sugar into my coffee. And I was like, man, I thought I knew this language. I don't know what's going on. Do you know what the miscommunication was? Tampa means without. Tamba means extra or more. So... I think he thought I was saying extra sugar. It's pretty funny. It was really frustrating. I was grumpy that morning. So in Bahasa Sunda, there's a couple phrases or words that sound pretty funny in Go English. ahead. I don't know. Is this a family podcast? Yes, of course this is a family podcast. Okay, well, then the first one is in Bahasa Sunda. Uh -huh. The word for a little bit is uh, suck a dick. 
yeah, that's normal. That doesn't sound like anything. Um, some other funny ones are <laughs> the word for a little bit is suck a dick. Yeah, suck a dick. Say it again. Suck a dick. Like, like. Is it suck a dick or suck a no, dick? Suck a dick. <laughs> no way is it like, suck a dick. No, it's suck a dick. Okay, well. And then, wait a minute, like, oh, hold on, wait a second, is suck it up. Suck it up. So, like, I can be like, yo, suck it up. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't tell you anything from Bahasa Jawa because I didn't learn that for anything. The word for to drink uh-huh. is uh-uh-uh. <laughs> it's suda? Yeah, uh-uh. I can't say it. It's because it's Cause a it's sound. NG, NG. It's NG and then it's a uh, sound that we don't have in English. <laughs> but it's like, it's like uh-uh-uh. But I can't do it. It's really, really difficult. Sounds bad. Um, one word that I am a real big fan of in uh, Bahasa Indonesia is dong. Because it's like an exclamation. You can be yeah. like, yeah, dong. Yeah, dong. Like, yeah, dong. And it's really fun to say. It's like, duh. It's like, duh. Like, yeah, dong. It's yeah. Like, do you want Do you want some crew poop? Yeah, dong. Another like, really funny um, word in Bahasa Indonesia. It's only funny because of how it translates in English. There's a couple words that translate in English. Uh, like, if you type them into Google Translate or something, mm-hmm. it'll be really funny. Kaus kaki is the word for socks. Uh-huh. But that directly translates to foot shirt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like shirt for your foot. That's right, because cows is shirt. is shirt, and then cocky is foot. Cocky is foot and leg and thigh yeah. and everything. Cocky is just the whole part. It's just the whole, it's just your whole leg all the way down. Another something I find interesting is there is no word for pink. The word for pink translates to light red. Which, honestly, is correct. No, to young red. Y- yeah, that's right. Young or light, yeah. Oh, okay. So, mura muda. Mera muda. Mera muda. So bad at Mura it. means cheap. <sighs> okay. Mera muda is, is Wait, yeah. Wait, I have a red. bone story. All right. Let's hear the old bone story. That's One what time, the listeners came here for. When we were in training, Bones, uh, it was Bones' birthday. And we all went to get some roti bakar. Me, Bones, a friend of ours, Kieran, Gina was there. It was towards the end of our training. I don't okay. know if Bones remembers this, but I sure do. Um, so we were eating our roti bakar, which is, it t- translates to roasted bread. But it yep. was delicious. It's so good. Um, drinking some coffee. And Bones was telling me, like, my host sister says we're going to have this, like, fancy food for dinner tonight and I can't figure out what it is and it's like this thing and I don't know what it is and she typed it into her phone this morning and it came out as too oily (laughs) so he was like I don't know what I'm eating for dinner tonight and then later that night Bones texted me and goes it was rice I do remember that. I don't remember what the food was, but I... <laughs> it translated to too oily. Like T-O-O oily, yeah. I, I put it into my Google Translate, and uh-huh. it came up as the roster of the savory. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still unclear what Bones it's had still to unclear, eat that night. But it was so many foods here, they'll say, oh, have you tried this? And I'll be like, oh, no, what is it? And they're like, oh, it's rice and a banana leaf. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, okay. So a lot of foods are rice-based, and to the untrained palate, like mine, they're just rice. So yeah, but was it too oily? <laughs> no, I think, I think I remember it was oily, but it wasn't too oily. It was, I think like- Was it the roster of the savory? It was, it was closer, 
It was in between too oily and the roster of the savory. So Google Translate tries hard. It's a big job to translate an entire language. Which is why I won't let my kids use it because I'll be grading papers and I'll have like, I visited the roster of the savory. Yeah. Are you at a high school or a middle school? I'm at a high school. Okay. So they'll look it all up in their dictionaries or what? Um, it depends on the class. Uh-huh. It varies. But I think my students try really hard. I honestly have no complaints about my students. They're so wonderful and so great. But they, they don't wonderful. they don't use Google Translate too much. On their homework, they definitely do sometimes. Because oh, yeah. I'll get like I visited the roster of this Avery. The textbook and the assignments are like what I would give a tenth grader in the United States. Like yeah. Write an essay about why environmental degradation can be damaging. And yeah. it's like, they're still working on, my hobby is fishing. And I have a red hat. So it's totally unreasonable to ask them to write these essays. And they do what I would do if someone was like, we need you to write a paper in Bahasa, Indonesia. I'd write it in English and then put it in Google Translate and hope for the best. Something I would add for the listener, just for context, Bones calls me Mbat Nora, and I call Bones Mas Bones. Yeah. Uh, what are those, Bones? I, th I thought I knew. I thought Mbat meant elder sister, but it doesn't. It what does Mbat mean? Young woman. means young woman, and Mas means young, young man. man. Why did I think Mas meant older brother? I don't know. I was wrong. Kaka. Kaka. It's Adik Kaka. Adik and Kaka. However, I am not called Mbat in West Java. What are you called in West Java? My family calls me Nang, Nang. which means younger woman. Okay. And then my students and stuff call me Tete. Tete. Tete Nora, which is like Ibu. Okay. Um, but usually they call me Miss. Okay. My students call me Pak Matt because that's what you call teachers. You call them Pak. Yeah. Or boo. Pot or boo, which technically translate to mom and dad, but they're more like Mr. and Miss. Yep, they're more like Mr. and Miss. Okay, listener, that was really good. Thanks for talking with us, Nora. Thanks for having me again. I have a particular liking for talking about languages, and Bahasa Indonesia is a favorite of mine, so this was great. Thank it's you, a good Bones. one. All right, see you next time. Bye. <laughs>